welcome to the Next Level Healer podcast. Hosted by Evangeline Hemrick, where we share healing stories, resources, and education to activate the healer in all of us. Learn more about my courses and online offerings at evangelinehemrick.com. And I hope you're enjoying this beautiful music by Isaac Perry. Hi, everybody. I have a new name for the podcast, new music. I'm so excited. <laughs> My offerings just keep evolving as I keep learning and growing myself. So thank you for being with me through this journey. Wow, it's been an interesting couple years learning the podcast, creating the online courses, and being here and learning how to share sacred space with all of you, no matter where we are or what we're going through right now. So thank you of all the things that you could be doing right now, all the different types of information that <laughs> vie for our attention. You chose to spend this moment with me, and I am so grateful. I'm also really thankful for what 2020 gave me because it definitely activated me and pushed me into the online space a whole lot more. A lot of these creative endeavors that I had always wanted to do, I don't know how much of them I would have pursued when I was still seeing clients in person all the time. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity. And I've been talking to a lot of people lately as I'm launching my new intuitive development program. I've been talking to people who have been very resourceful and innovative throughout this time. So for any of us who are healing practitioners, if we've been very affected by the events of the pandemic, I'm just so happy to say we have options. We have alternative ways of being together and holding space that, that work and that help people still so we can still serve the people that are drawn to work with us and share their healing journey with us. We have ways of doing this. So thank you. Thank you so much for your support through this whole process as I have learned different things, tried and experimented with different things. It feels like the new name of the podcast, Next Level Healer, is right. It's the right energy for what I'm bringing and the community that we're creating together. Because not everyone in their healing abilities, not everyone looks the same or has the same kinds of healing gifts. Healers come in all shapes and sizes. So you have healing potential, even if you just use your intuitive gifts on yourself or with your family. Some of the most amazing healers are healers at home. So those type of people I lift up and I serve through this podcast to give you different tools, different ways of approaching 
your own healing experiences and your journey of consciousness. And then, of course, I'm always here for my people that are professional healing practitioners that are growing and thriving, even in these different circumstances. I can feel the community that we're building and we're creating a solid, loving community of people who are not afraid, people who are brave and who are stepping into their own intuitive power. Because, you know, that's one thing that I feel this global situation has brought to our attention full and in person, real up close, is the need for our own intuition. Because right now we're all faced with difficult decisions and challenges every day that require our intuitive abilities. So if you've been just wanting to really hone your own intuition and your own high sense perception, maybe just for yourself, or you want to trust that intuitive ability more in your professional practice as you really step fully into being the healer that you came here to be. I am here for you. And that's what birthed the new name because I'm a whole lot more outside the healing room right now than I am inside the healing room. So I needed a new name. And the next level healer feels very appropriate for the times that we're in. And that's what we're going to talk about today is how much I love energy healing modalities, but why I don't teach a lot of them such as Reiki anymore. I still teach energy healing. I teach it full on more than I ever have, but I'm less about the modality and I'm more about the new energy that we have stepped into, which is way more empowering, less heavy, less linear than it used to be in the old timeline. So I want to tell you a little bit about my background with Reiki in particular, even though polarity therapy was the first energy healing modality that I ever learned. I was introduced to polarity therapy in 1995, and I think that that was for a reason. It was the right soft entry into all this. It wasn't very spiritual because I was extremely skeptical and afraid, honestly. I think I was afraid of my own power. But polarity therapy is pretty straightforward and from a brilliant physician from England, Dr. Randolph Stone. If you ever look into his polarity therapy manuals. They are incredible to this day. So much great information. When that particular modality came to me, along with Barbara Brennan's work in her book, Hands of Light, it all made perfect sense because I could see these currents and energy fields in and around people. And it gave me a way to work with that and showed me how I could actually help someone understand themselves better, and I could understand myself a whole lot better too. So polarity therapy was my first love, but Reiki was really what knocked my socks off. I think I was extremely skeptical about Reiki because somewhere along the way, someone told me Reiki was a religion. (laughs) 
I don't even know where I heard that. But they were like, oh yeah, it's it's a religion and you have to be Buddhist or whatever. And I was just so scared because of all the religious conditioning and programming I had at that time. And then I found myself in a Reiki level one class that was offered complimentary at the spiritual center that I was attending, Earth Star Spiritual Center. And what happened in that class completely blew me away. I was able to feel the energy as we were working together and experimenting with the different hand positions and holds. I was able to feel things in the practice sessions and in the Reiki attunements that took me to another level. And I was so excited to learn everything that I could learn. And I took it all the way to the master teacher level. I did all the training that I could. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to initiate so many people into Reiki healing along with many, many other modalities more different styles and types that I'll get into here. But that is not the way that I teach anymore. For years, I taught traditional Yusui style Reiki. And I did it in the very linear format, the way that I was taught. But I think what happens is we grow and we change the planet's energy field grows and changes. And what I have observed over the last few years is major, major changes in the chakra system of the human beings, major changes in all levels of the energy field. We are not the same energetic beings that were on planet earth at the time that Reiki was introduced. So Do I think it's wonderful? And am I so grateful that it was my starting point? Absolutely. But you know what? It was only the beginning. And I still value all the training that I received in the structured Reiki level one, two, three, and master teacher level. It was exactly what I needed at that time. So wherever you are with learning how to work with energy, it's right. You are right where you need to be if that particular book is coming to you or that teacher is coming to you. I feel like now we have shifted timelines and we're in such a different dimensional space that healing is much easier accessible than it used to be. I don't feel like we need as many steps and processes. I feel like we're in more of an instant manifestation of our healing if we can focus our attention. But there are things about Reiki that as I learned and as I grew were not as useful to me in the ways that I was working deeper in the levels of the energy field. And just like anything, anyone can take a weekend course and get a certification, or you can devote your life to learning something and it being your life's work. And of course, those are going to be different ways of approaching any any topic or subject that you want to get good at. So at this point, 
I still use some of the components that I learned in Reiki, but I'm way less structured to a certain modality because I think that was the old way. That was the different dimensional time that we were in where healing took longer. We had to process and take off layers in a more, I don't know the word, it's almost like a clunky, clumsy, heavy way. (laughs) And now this energy that we're in is much lighter. And what I want to say to you is the way to understand how to work with energy on your own is to meditate and to pay attention to your own energetic field. That is going to be your go-to truth, not what someone else tells you is the right way to do something and not in a systematic linear way that is much more masculine about you have to put your hands here and you have to do this first and then this. That is not how healing sessions work for me at this point. And what I'm really happy to tell you guys is that after 26 years of working with the human energy field, I'm still being taught every single session. So I get to go into the session with this eager excitement that I'm going to learn. Energy healing will never get boring because there's always different levels to heal and more vibrational attunement to achieve. We're always working on harmony, harmonizing to our environment and to ourselves. So Reiki was such an entry point for me. And I will tell you that I do enjoy using the symbols. Sometimes there's different symbols and words that are used for different intentions. And by using those, say, for distance healing or changing a thought pattern, things like that, um, that can be extremely effective because it, once again, everything I tell you guys about, it harnesses your intention because the power is your intention. It's not the Reiki protocol. That's not where the power is. It's not in the pendulum or the shaman tool. It's in the intention that you infuse into it and you take all of that power that you have with your consciousness and you actually put it somewhere. So Like I said, there are some things that I still do um, appreciate and utilize about the Reiki training, but my sessions have become much more all-encompassing of everything I've learned and everything that I have yet to learn that will be taught to me through my soul, the client's soul, my healing team and guides, the person that I'm working with, their healing team and guides. So I just want to open that up to you. If you are curious about a particular modality, by all means, go with it. But know that there's always going to be this unfolding of learning and there's not a finish line when it comes to energy healing. Another thing that I want to say about all this as a source of encouragement is Mikau Yusui the man who came up with the whole Reiki healing system. He had an awakening by a waterfall while he was meditating. Because like I said, it all comes back to getting quiet, present, still, 
listening to that inner guidance and cutting out all the chatter and all the mental static and overwhelming intellectual stimulation that comes at us all the time. And when you think about all the spiritual aha moments of the great ones, they were usually in nature and they were in meditation and prayer. And so if we just do that, if we just do that one thing, our energetic awareness is going to be so heightened just from getting out in nature and being still and quiet for a little bit. But with that said, meditation is different for everyone. For one person, it might be a hike. For one person, it might be being still on a little cushion at their altar and lighting a candle. It just depends on you and your unique energy signature. And the work is in finding what works for you, finding how do you tune in to that inner intuition and knowing. But back to good old Mikao Yusui, our founding father of the Reiki healing system. He was going through a hard time. And notice that, that usually we're in a dark night of the soul when we have our greatest spiritual awakenings. He was bankrupt, having a very hard financial crisis, and he was meditating at this particular waterfall in complete surrender. And with the help of that quiet listening and just all-encompassing surrender of like, okay, God, here I am. What, what do I do? He was downloaded this healing system with the different Reiki hand positions and the treatment protocols, the attunements, and the work that he introduced to the world is very um, reflective of his culture because it does have a lot of Tibetan Buddhism components in it. And no, you do not have to be a Buddhist in order to practice Reiki because what Reiki actually means is universal life force energy. Now, who wouldn't want to be a master of their own universal life force energy? (laughs) I hope everyone does. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that you have to put your hands in a certain way or say certain Japanese words or Tibetan Sanskrit words. No, it doesn't mean that at all. Because here's the thing. Mikao Yusui was a man. He was a human being. He was going through his own personal healing crisis and his own struggles when a certain way of effective healing was shown to him that he could use and he could also share that with other people. He is no different than you. And if you will get quiet and ask and tune in, you can also receive your own downloads of intuitive guidance about how you need to heal yourself and how you can help others. It's as simple as that. And when I would hear people, there's all different kinds of lineages in Reiki because, of course, anything gets sort of humanized, you know, the longer it's done. And I would hear people like, well, my Reiki training was so much more extensive than this person's or 
I studied for this long and this person only had a weekend. And, you know, it would just make me feel like, what about that healer in a hut somewhere in the jungle of South America? (laughs) That healer who has no wall to place certificates on. And they could be so much more powerful with their healing abilities, even though they had no formal training. So we cannot qualify this stuff. It's a life's work to understand our own energy and our bodies and how that works for us. And what I'm here to tell you today is the world that Mikao Yusui was in and when he came up with the Reiki healing treatment is not the world that we live in today. Your energy field is different. And the only one who's going to know how to properly and effectively work with it is you. (laughs) And like I said, you don't need me to do that. You need nature. You need some quiet prayer time. And you definitely need to tap into your own unique style of meditation, whatever that is for you. And that's the work. That's what takes the time, really. But when people are all about their modalities and their systems, I say, yeah, those are all really important pieces of the puzzle. And it's a part of a pathway. It's not the end. It's not the final destination. I find myself now so uninterested in certifications and modalities, even though I spent tens of thousands of dollars traveling the world and learning every type of healing system I could, because that was the time for me to do that. So as I say this, I am not discounting Reiki practitioners out there. I was one and I taught it for years. I'm also not saying that any modality is the end all be all, especially in the new frequency that we now find ourselves in. So If you're interested in energy healing and you want to really strengthen your own intuitive abilities, I have a program coming up and it starts on the spring equinox. I have a six-week intuitive development program that is open to anyone who wants to increase their intuition, work on their own unique, very special ways of having high sense perception and activating their own spiritual healing gifts. I think there are a lot of people out there right now that are waking up to that desire that, oh, I am here to be a healer. I am here to serve. And the world needs that very much right now. And it needs every single one of us, even if we're not interested in energy healing at all, even if we're not ever interested in activating or laying on hands or working with someone else in a healing capacity, every one of us deserves to hone and refine our own intuitive abilities. Because with all of these challenges that we've been faced with, having intuition and having a felt sense of what is right for you in each moment is extremely valuable. And you were given the ability to do that. Everyone can be intuitive, not just a special few. No way. And every single person has healing abilities. I truly believe that. It's just a matter of finding what your superpowers are. 
And you can do that. So that's what my six-week intuitive development course focuses on. And then for practitioners, for people who really want to go deeper into how to hold space remote, how to do intuitive healing sessions for their clients, and also bring in solid intuitive coaching skills so that you can hold space for someone else and facilitate them to have their healing process. Because really, we're all here to heal ourselves. What we do as healers, coaches, ministers, facilitators, we hold that energy for someone else to step into that power that they have, and they're divinely given that ability. But what we do, because we've already been working on healing ourselves, is we hold that space for them to remember who they are. And if I was to sum up what energy healing is to me, at its very core, energy healing is coming home. It's coming home to who you truly are without all the layers of conditioning and programming. And that happens quicker now than it did when I got into all this over two decades ago when you needed a whole lot of energy healing sessions <laughs> to clear out trauma and to clear out inherited patterns, we can quickly move through all of this now. So check out the information on my course at evangelinehemrick.com. I would love to work with you in that way. And also what I'm doing with this podcast is really creating strong community where we lift each other up in these times and we're not afraid, we're empowered to be our own healers. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to have a whole lot more information coming up about just different techniques, different styles of healing, because that's what it's all about, right? And I hope that you keep on healing. Thanks for being here.